Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone, want to hop on real quick before we head to today's episode and let you all know that the next Master Your Fasting Challenge is upon us. Yes, that is right. It is coming up on September 13th through the 19th. And the last Master Your Fasting Challenge we did in July, man, what an absolutely incredible time. The results were amazing. Tons of testimonials, positive feedback. So we decided that we're going to run this back a couple more times before, dare I say, the end of 2023 is upon us. So we know that summer is over, that we are back to school. And I don't know about you, but I've started to see some holiday decorations and fall and the holidays are soon to be upon us. So let's start the last quarter of this year and end summer with a bang. If you're new to fasting or want to get back on track, if you're struggling to break through a plateau, if you're ready to finally stop obsessing about your diet and your weight loss and get off that roller coaster once and for all, let's end the summer with some intention, some habit building, and fast track your fasting results as we head into the fall and the upcoming holiday season. So what we want you to do to get more information about the Master Your Fasting Challenge that's coming up on September 13th, head to the show notes, click the link for dates, more information, frequently asked questions. It's all there for you. And we really, really, really want to end this summer with some intention around our fasting lifestyle. So We'll see you on the inside. Click the link for more information. And now to today's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I'm here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How are you? Doing fantastic, my friend. I am pumped up about today's episode because we are bringing back the first two rules of fasting. And Uh-oh. we had a really, 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 really great question come in like two minutes before we were about to turn on the microphone. So we stopped. We thought through this and we're like, you know what? I really feel like this is something that needs to be unpacked and addressed. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about how we have the fasting conversation with loved ones and really kind of go into depth on what that looks like and give you guys some ways to navigate this conversation. And then we have a question about how to get your nutritional needs during OMAD that was put in from one of our incredible listeners. And thank you so much for your five-star reviews. So if you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you want to hear more about our journey with our fasting and how now we are 190 episodes and almost 3 million downloads into this podcast adventure, we are very grateful for each and every one of you. But if you're new, head back to episode one, take a listen on where we started and how our journey began. And it's the most downloaded episode that we have. Over 60,000 people have heard this message now. I mean, we believe that it relates because most of us have been in the position at some point in our weight loss or health journey. And we come to fasting for weight loss and for results. So there's just so many overlapped congruencies there. So if you're new, head back and give it a listen. And today, as always, we're going to give you one or two, in this case, probably a dozen things you can walk away with all around this conversation of how to adapt this fasting lifestyle. And one of the big things is how to adapt it into today's world. Yes, fasting is becoming more mainstream. It's becoming more known, more accepted. 
It's been mm -hmm. around since the dawn of time. Dawn of time. <laughs> right. It's been around forever. <laughs> the invention um, of this, food. Right. The art of fasting. <laughs> it's the application in today's world that is getting more mainstream, not the art of fasting in general. But mm -hmm. we really want to unpack this in a meaningful way. And if you're an OG, a longtime listener, thank you so much for continuing to listen and continuing to following us and being with us on your fasting journey. So Tommy, yes. let me frame this out. This came in from David K in Ireland. So just incredible, man, to see that we've got listeners from all across the world. Yeah. Just so, awesome. ah, man, we don't, we don't take that lightly. It's really stinking cool. Yeah. Hi, love your podcast. So far binged on the first 34 episodes. Yes, we get that a lot. I have no idea nice. how you're not sick of our voices yet. Just ask my <laughs> wife. Uh, in the last podcast, <laughs> you mentioned putting trace minerals in your water. Is there a specific brand you would recommend? Yes, we like the Concentrace brand of trace yes. minerals. Yep. You can also use sourced Himalayan salt or a Celtic sea salt like Redmond's. Mm. Redmond's, if you're listening, hit us up for a sponsorship because that has all of your trace minerals in it as well. But some people just like the supplement form. It doesn't have all the sodium. And we've done a whole episode on salt. Go back a few episodes, you'll see it. But he says, I started hold off on, six weeks. Pause for one second. I want to put my my morning. Okay, so I get my 32 ounce tumbler. I drop because I know I do it differently from from how you do it. So oh, I, I just yeah, drop you do like it the, 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 the low and slow. No, I'm the like water just torture. Squirt the trace minerals in the mouth. Deal with the 30 seconds of discomfort yeah. and just move on with my day. Keep going. Yeah. You know what? So I have grown accustomed to that kind of just muted flatness of like the extra minerals in there. So mine's like probably eight to 12 or maybe 15 drops in 32 ounces of water. Barely notice it, but I like that flatness now. And then first thing in the morning, I'm going to put a packet of LMNT in there as well or element. And so put those, those two together and that's just like a, like a chug it way before my coffee. And that's just, that's just how I, I just like, I like that subconscious reminder. Hey, this is just part of my fasting. This is part of what I do. And so that's just part of the routine right there. So what I just heard there was concentrate, trace minerals, eight to 10 drops. And mm -hmm. then you add an L M N T. There's yes. a link in the show notes. You get a free sample pack. If you order through yes. that link, we are, they just ran out of grapefruit, but I hear that it's coming back full time, <laughs> not just a summer thing, which is my favorite. Nice. My too. Um, good stuff. If you have questions about that, head to the show notes, click the Facebook community link, head there. There's discussions all over the place about LMNTs and breaking fast right. and whatnot. <laughs> Not what we're talking about today, even though we ended up here somehow. Yeah. I like to do Redmond salt, half a teaspoon plus an LMNT in the morning just to stack my hydration. So if mm -hmm. you want the hydration episode, go find it. It's a few episodes back from here. I should know it by now, but when you've done 190 of them, you kind of lose track. Yeah. But he starts his question with asking about the concentrates minerals. Then he says, started off six weeks ago. So lost 21 pounds. Wow. Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. He's done no a kidding. few longer fasts and doing 16-8 daily, which is basic intermittent fasting. If you're new to fasting, sure. intermittent fasting is 16 hours of fasting, eight hours where you consume calories and food, right? Mm -hmm. So he's 38. His plan is to be fit by 40. I love that goal. We tend to underestimate what we can do in the long term and overestimate what we can do in the short term, but you're already well well on your way with this progress. So I think it might be fit by 39, right. not fit by 40. <laughs> he says, diet isn't the best. Eating windows, not too worried about that. I'm planning, I'm making healthier decisions, right? With nice. his food choices, right? Mm -hmm. And here's a question to discuss on your podcast. So we have discussed this question probably multiple times as you're only on episode 34. 
Mm-hmm. right? In terms of the marriage merge. But what we've realized is that after doing this for so many years, that our perspective, our delivery, our stance on certain things has changed, right? So sure. yeah, for sure. He says, I know the first two rules are do not talk about fasting and do not talk about fasting, fight club reference. Right. But if you do need to explain to loved ones why you were doing this, what is the best way to explain and counter their perspective? I love the choice of words yeah, that counter. you are simply starving yourself, i.e., what are maybe the five key headline benefits in simple terms? Hmm. Where to begin? Because we're talking about countering. I don't like to get in a head front like debate about why fasting is better than, you know, what somebody else might be doing. Or, you know, if if they're really throwing around something like, aren't you just starving yourself? I mean, that's that's going to be in pretty stark contrast to to how I think about it, right? Yeah, there's a big gap, right? So I'm not going to say I I tread lightly with that, but I'm going to choose my words kind of carefully and I'm going to kind of ease them into the understanding of my perspective and why this is like a core value of mine. And so it's it's probably going to start with helping them to understand how I am feeling now or how I felt before I was fasting, that can help somebody really understand because right now they don't know exactly how you're feeling. So if you feel like tired and crap and just like like just trash because you you needed this so badly, they, they might not be able to empathize with that when they're coming in just going, oh yeah, well, those crazy lunatics are just starving themselves. You know, and so getting them on the same page with with how I was feeling before and how badly that that was and how much I wanted to get away from that. And I literally felt like the life force was like turned down because my insulin was so high and I just had this extra weight I was carrying around. Energy was so low. Then that, that can be a really helpful place to start for me personally. But I want to give a shout out first to NutriSense. You know, I'm back. I took a break for a little bit wearing a, a CGM, uh, but mm-hmm. we've partnered with them. And NutriSense combines the cutting edge tech with the human expertise. So you can see how your body responds to these things we're about to talk about. The food and the mm-hmm. stress and the lack of sleep and the more opportunity and the less exercise due to these increased crazy schedules this time of yeah. year. So by pairing the NutriSense app and the dietitian support with the CGM, which which is the little biosensor that you stick on the back of your arm, completely painless, takes just a second, click, click, boom, it's on. And then within a few minutes, in a couple of hours, you're getting real-time data. So this Thanksgiving was incredibly powerful and impactful because it was the most enjoyable Thanksgiving that I've had in a long time. And I can attribute it to the fact that I've been wearing a CGM for months and months on and off throughout my health and weight loss journey. Mm. And comparing it to previous seasons, I remember when I used NutriSense for testing whether or not how I, my body responded to coffee and whether or not I was getting mm-hmm. a blood sugar response because coffee was starting to, it was something I wanted to change. And in real time, I could see my blood sugar change. And I was like, oh man, that means I need to give it a break for a little while. Or my mm-hmm. wife and the pecan pie, right? She made these pecan pie bars and it was like, she had hers on and she was like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? <laughs> and it wasn't like, oh, guilt, shame. It was like, I had no idea yeah. that pecan pie, which is like high fat, high sugar. And she's an incredibly metabolic and flexible individual. Like it was just like, okay, I can do that once on the holiday, but then I don't need to eat them. Let me freeze yeah. them. Let me donate yeah. some. Let me bring a couple to the office, right? I because I don't need as many as go- last year. <laughs> yeah. Don't eat as many as last yeah. year, right? So that's why I'm back on CGM for the next three months. I'm going to encourage y'all, if you're looking for real-time data, you want to get a handle on kind of how your body responds in real time to the holiday season, to the stress, to the sleep, to these foods that we're going to talk about here in just a second, then I would head to 
Nutrisense.io forward slash fasting for life. You can go to the show notes, click the link. You get $30 off and a month free of dietitian support. So I want to give a shout out to Nutrisense. And if you've been listening for a while, you know that we've partnered with them officially. Um, and we just absolutely love the real-time data that Nutrisense is able to give, Tommy. Um, it combines cutting-edge tech and human expertise so you can see how your body responds to different food, exercise, stress, and sleep in real time. All of those things, um, which are the real-life day-to-day stuff that can make fasting easier and health goals more obtainable. Mm-hmm. So by pairing the CGM, which is the, con- the continuous glucose monitor, it's the thing that you wear in the back of the arm. It's completely painless. The application takes just seconds. And then you pair that with the expert dietitian guidance. It can really help you reach your health goals, especially this time of year, beginning of the year, keeping that motivation, regaining that motivation. Um, Nutrisense Uh, has really been a game changer for me on my journey because your blood sugar levels can significantly impact how your body feels and functions. So real-time analysis, right? So you put the thing on, you pair it with your app, you get visuals, you get guidance, you get expert support, you've got the community. Um, And this data in real time makes it easy, like we're talking about in today's episode, to identify what you're doing well and where there's room for improvement. What are those Mm. things that you're doing well day-to-day that you want to continue to build on. So outcomes that most people will see, well, weight loss, you know, um, easier to stick to your fasting windows, stable energy throughout the day, better sleep, uh, how your body responds to certain foods or caffeine, yep. controlling cravings, all yeah, of the things. Less cravings. Right, all of the things that go into a healthy, sustainable fasting lifestyle. So I want to encourage you, head to the show notes, uh, click the link, Nutrisense.io forward slash fasting for life. Um, Commit to one of the longer plans uh, because it's going to allow you time to create the habits and the lifestyle that's going to get you the long-term results. Mm. You'll get 30 bucks off and one month free of dietitian support. So shout out to Nutrisense. Excited to continue to use it and be uh, official partners with them because it's been a game changer for us and so many of our clients as well. So Tommy, let's get back into today's episode. Okay. So just imagine if this is your parents, right? We've got three kids. We're married 10 years. My wife's five years, six years younger than me. So I'll be 42 this year. They come and visit, right? And they don't live with us. They're thousands of miles away, right? So it's like yeah. they come and they see me, and but they don't know my day-to-day. They don't know the day-to-day struggle, the day-to-day stress, the day-to-day sleep issues, the labs being up. Like they don't know that stuff. So if it's your parents, that's yeah. one situation. If it's a spouse or a close friend that you've been doing life with, right? Mm-hmm. What I find is that clearly communicating why you're doing it, right? That mm-hmm. I'm sick of being overweight. I feel like crap. This is some of the stuff that you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. This gentleman, he wants to be fit by 40. Like that's a goal, right? Shoot, yeah. And it's a great goal, right? I was tired. I was stressed. I just didn't feel good day to day, right? So it's that first step of like clearly communicating why you want to do this. Because I don't know if my wife comes to me and she's like, I want to do X, Y, Z. I'm like, my toddler, but why? <laughs> right? Like, but why? Why do we need that thing? Why do you want right. to do this thing? We we're just Convince sitting the other night. that we should. Yes, we were just <laughs> sitting the other night. Should. She's like, I want to travel to Europe. And I was like, no. <laughs> she's like, why not? I'm like, I have zero desire to go to Europe. Right. Zero. So, so you convince me why. I want to <laughs> go to the I beach. Okay. I don't want to go to Europe. 
no offense, Europe, I'm Irish, right? right? I would love to go maybe find an Irish pub and check out <laughs> the open golf course, right? And just go see it. I know I won't be able to play it, but like, yeah, some of that stuff seems fun, but like, I'm good. Like, that's not really on my list. So we're sitting there and she's, she's explaining to me. So you guys have well, a gap in this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's explaining to me, well, you know, I would, the kids, I, I would love to be able to spend time with you and see some of the, like, just travel and experience different things. And then mm-hmm. I'm sitting here going, okay, so it's not really that going to Europe is the thing, right? It's mm-hmm. the connection of the trip that she would be taking with me without kids. True. Right. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I can get down on that. Let's put it on our vision board. Love yeah. it. <laughs> so friends, family, loved ones, spouses, right? So if you're not clearly communicating the why behind it, it's like just this frivolous thought. Like, why'd you start to your point, Tom, you said this before we hopped on, if we were prepping for this conversation, because we mm-hmm. thought it it required this detailed convo, this unpacking is like, you're not just like strategically starving yourself, you know, like by compartmentalizing your eating into an eight hour window or skipping mm-hmm. a meal or maybe yeah. a day of meals, right? Right. It's not strategic starvation. Yeah, I'm not just starving myself. I'm not just turning off the eating, right? I'm not I'm not going on a on a 40-day fast here or anything else like that. But if you think about it, like normal day-to-day operations at least in America in in a lot of the the developed world is a lot of hours of of potential eating opportunity. Some of it's very 14 convenient. to 16 hours if it's early breakfast and Right. Coffee with creamer all the way to late night post dinner before bedtime snacks. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be. By the way, uh, two two hands raised. That used to be me. Carry on. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So, I mean, just just helping them to understand, like, I don't need that. I had that. It's a lot of the reason why I don't feel great now and I need to do something different. And so I don't I don't need to just back it off like maybe a step or two and go to like a 12 hour eating window. I might need a little bit more compartmentalization than that so that I can allow insulin to come down a little bit more, so that I can build in maybe a little bit more of an intentional caloric deficit, or maybe have a few more hours each day that I'm not just thinking about food and that next meal, which is like part of the craving cycle that that might be part of the issue to it. It definitely was for me. Right. So at the end of this conversation, he said, could you like give us the headline, right? Benefits. So I want to rat-a-tat-tat those in a second, like the okay. benefits of fasting. Yeah. But yeah, it still comes down to, so we started posting in our community group and it was like, yeah, I feel like the first two rules of fasting, it's kind of an outdated rule. And I'm like, hmm. not if you're looking at it through the lens of protecting your inputs, yes. right? So yes, good point. this component of doing this you know, with your loved ones, right? Well, if you do the same thing everybody else is doing around you, you're going to get the same results. Yeah. So if you've got yeah. 30, 40, 50 pounds to lose, I don't know what this gentleman's end goal is, but maybe it's 175. So he's got another 15 to 20, mm-hmm. right? So maybe it's a total of 40 or 35. You're really eating food almost every day unless you're not doing these. That's why we don't, for sustainability purposes, we don't recommend doing like, you know, 72 hour fast back to back to back to back to back. Like that's not sustainable. That's not making better food choices. That's not really a long-term plan for maintenance, right? Like, sure. No, that's decision. Yeah. Avoidance of the decision. So I love this point where you're like, yeah, I'm just not thinking about food all day. But the problem is, is if you've got this weight, multiply it by 3,500. Right. So if you've got 50 pounds to lose, that's 175,000 calories of energy just stored on your body. Yeah. So, hey, loved one, I got plenty. Okay. This is how I feel. <laughs> I've been saving up. I've been packing it away. Okay. Remember yeah. the behavior that I had? Remember when I overdid it? Mm. Well, now I'm working to underdid it. I'm working to undo that. <laughs> Never mind yeah. the physiological benefits. So, like, all I'm doing is moving my food into a window and allowing myself to be tapped into those stored Mm -hmm. calories, right? 
But the fear is with loved ones and friends and family and spouses that you're taking away from some of the experiences when you remove food and social constructs around food, date nights, couch snacking, right? Late night snacks, movie nights, nights, date nights. I might've already said that. Vacations, celebrations, Mm -hmm. birthdays, holidays, cultural hand-me-downs, traditions, right? Yeah. So that's why we always say start from a place of clearly communicating why. You don't want to be the fat dad bod at 40. I get it. Neither did I. Right. But I was well on my way there until I found something that I was able to adapt into a lifestyle. So mm-hmm. a lot of the times our friends and family and whatnot feel like you're going to be taking away. And it's not intentional. It's not like they're not like, oh, don't get healthy. Be sick and diseased with me. No. Of course. Yeah. Right. It's not like that, but it's they just don't see it from where you're coming from. And it hasn't been communicated in a way that mm. resonates. Yeah, but what 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 they might be thinking is, I don't want you sitting across the table from me judging me while I'm eating and you're making this like the you judgment know, holy piece. or righteous, yeah, yeah, righteous decision. Like it, it could be, you know, a little bit of fear of that. So absolutely, them we've heard that under- before, hundred percent. Yes, helping them to understand and you know just showing them what a hey I can be at the table I can have a sparkling water maybe a, a Waterloo or a Lacroix Lacroix however you <laughs> however you say it you know I I can be sitting there enjoying the time and hey maybe I'm feeling a lot less lethargic maybe my brain fog is down maybe my, my energy mood's better. is up yeah. Maybe I'm actually present in this moment rather than just thinking about dessert or, you know, some fast food or falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. After the kids go to bed. Right. I mean, I remember the danger zone for me was like between seven and 10 p.m. This was like a high level connection point where I could, you know, actually connect with my wife. But I was so tired by the end of the day. I just felt like, you know, I was, I was under anesthesia at that point. It was like, I'm crashing. And it was like, seven to eight was like the twilight zone for me. And then if I got up after that and I was like ready to go, had some energy, that would have been like, you know, I got, I got lucky that night because, because I actually, (laughs) because I actually ended up with some energy by the end of the night, you know, rather than like, oh, we lost him on that one. We lost him on Tuesday, you know, because he hit the couch pretty hard. And yeah, we didn't see him again till like 10 p.m. And you know, he was. Well, I used to see this with my dad. Like he would work and come home and nap, and then he would get up for dinner and then eat and then go sit down and fall asleep watching TV and then wake up and have yes. a snack and then go to bed. Right. right? Like yep. so, this part of this, you know, I don't know about you, but my wife is completely different. She barely fasts. She has mm. zero visceral fat. She is a complete picture of health. She tracks every calorie, macro, and everything you can imagine. She's the complete mm. antithesis of me. We are absolutely <laughs> ha- more happily married now than we were 10 years ago because me getting the weight off and getting healthy has brought yeah. vibrance back to our relationship. Okay. It's complete. Wow. I'm a completely different. She's like, how's fasting? Like, she knows when I'm fasting. I'm just nicer. Like, I'm not yeah. as hangry. I'm not, it's just different, right? And everybody's different. So yeah. I'm just giving you more a real balanced, life example. Even like, keel. on Wednesday nights, it's breakfast night. So she will text me. I don't even need her macro. She text, like, we make homemade gluten free pizza, uh, pancakes, and breakfast for dinner on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. But I know it's one egg, it's half a tablespoon of avocado oil, it's a half a cup of Bob's Red Mill, it's 12 grams of butter, it's 27 to 37 grams of the bone broth chocolate protein, and that's her dinner on Wednesdays. I weigh that stuff. I know it. I'm doing it. It's the least favorite thing that I do in my day is weighing her food for her, but I do it because that's how she gets results. That's how she wants to live her life. So there's that support piece. But trust me, like I don't want to be doing it. But she also supports me on my fasting days. 
and is there for me on that because now she sees me at a, a different level of health. Sure. But, but, but didn't she think you were crazy in the beginning though? Yes. Wasn't there and, a big gap? And during pregnancy, there was one point where like, we, 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 we would have to get pints of ice cream. <laughs> we would. After dinner. We, we definitely would. And we would get those so delicious coconut milk. She went dairy-free, gluten-free for our second. And yeah. we would have to get ice cream. So I would have a halo top, four or 500 calories. Like, right. We would be putting on weight together. Okay. So <laughs> it's, that, it's that connection. By the way, there's research that shows that the oxytocin changes in the women that then translate will cause weight gain. Mm, I'm not it. taking responsibility. I'm taking responsibility for we getting ice cream. And by we, I mean her. I mean me. Yeah. Follow that line of thought. But you yeah. get my point here. So it's that connection piece, right? You go to dinner, the dessert tray comes around or even the drinks. Hey, anybody mm. getting a drink? And you're kind of like, uh, no, I'm okay. I'll just get water for now. And then the first person that orders a drink, everybody's getting shots, right? Woo. Like the same thing with the dessert thing. Yeah. It's, hey, oh, we're getting dessert. Yeah, yeah. Bring bring one of everything and bring a bunch of spoons. Or the first person spoons, goes, yeah. no, I'm good. I'm going to pass on dessert. And your brain immediately goes, well, I'm not getting dessert tonight. Yeah, I'm not being that guy. Right. Not unless I really want it. Yeah. There's that judgment piece. There's outside. that connection piece, right? So mm-hmm. you got to start with communicating where you're coming from and why you want to do it. I want to be fit by 40, but why? So here's a list of key headline benefits, better relationships with foods, less insulin and blood sugar slash disease processes developing, less cravings and mood swings. These are all personal ones. Better sleep, improved labs, better libido, hormone balancing, mm. right? Yep. Disease prevention, BDNF, brain-derived nootropic factor, happiness, more dopamine, healthier, happy hormone balance, stem yeah. cell regeneration, autophagy, healing, energy, focus, production, all key headline benefits. Never mind you showing up as a better friend, a better son, a better daughter, a better spouse. Mm-hmm. I'm a much better parent when I'm staying consistent and I'm not off doing the behaviors that I used to be, like figuring out where I can squeeze a nap in, right? Right. Like it's just transformational, but your loved ones don't know why you're doing it. Mm. Yeah. Even in the earlier parts of a relationship, when you're getting to know someone, when you're bonding, you're having, you know, like a lot of times we we front load quality time on the on the in the beginning of a relationship. Well, you get to show up differently during those times. Like when your brain fog is lower and your energy is better, you're you're more in the moment. You're able to think about things that aren't just all these food-related decisions. We've quoted it before. There was research done in the past where they they looked at how many food decisions did we actually think through and make on any given day. We all right. think it's maybe a dozen or two. Turns out it's over 200, 250, I believe. And the more weight that we have that we need to take off, the more food decisions we're making in any given day. If you think you're completely in the moment connecting with somebody else when you're going through 250 or 350 different food decisions, you're incorrect. You're being pulled out of those moments constantly. And so as we get the weight down, as the insulin comes down, as we get better with our fasting, and it allows us to show up differently, for sure. We have better concentration and focus and all these other things. Hey, so I want to give a shout out to NutriSense. Uh, as you guys know, we've partnered with them recently. Um, NutriSense is an incredible company, been really instrumental on me dialing my own health journey in here recently, Tommy. Um, with my body composition and my sleep and my stress. Mm-hmm. And it's just been incredible because NutriSense combines cutting-edge tech and human expertise so you can see how your body responds to different foods, exercise, stress, and sleep in real time. 
So you've got your CGM, which is the continuous glucose monitor. It's the biosensor. You stick it on the back of your arm. It's completely painless. The application takes just a second. Then you pair it with their incredible app. I couldn't believe the upgrades to be able to like set your your blood sugar goals and your zones yeah. and all this stuff, right? Yeah, it was cool. And you get expert dietitian guidance. So it's the best of both worlds, and it can help you reach your health goals in 2024. Um and you're going to be able to kind of even do like little mini experience uh, experiments, right? And that's where, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, I found that coffee or the sugar-free syrups, like in some of the coffees or that little extra sweetness, right? Or, you know, if I wouldn't eat my carbs, my, my cold resistant starches, because we do a lot of jasmine rices and sweet potatoes in this house. Mm-hmm. If I didn't eat them at the end of my meal or if they weren't cold resistant, then I would notice a much bigger spike early on in my journey. So it's really been allow, allowed me to dial in um, with the visualization and the data logs because wow. I can I can run these little mini experiments, right? So then you get the dietitian support. So if you see something weird, you're like, oh, that's weird. What happened? Did it work out? You know, you traveled something different. Um, you can literally reach out and say, hey, have you ever seen this before? What does this mean? And they can help you interpret that data as well. Mm. Yeah, so it really that. just reinforces what you're doing well and where there's room for improvement. So more weight loss, stable energy, uh, helps your fasting decisions. You know, the things we're talking about today's episode gives you more real-time feedback, uh, which then ultimately changes the decision-making in the real time and then ultimately gets you more sustainable results. So I want to encourage you, head to the show notes. Fasting, um, it's going to give you uh, $30 off. You're going to get one month free of dietitian support. The website is Nutrisense.io forward slash fasting for life. If you're going to do it, commit to the six or 12 month subscriptions. It's going to give you time um, to kind of learn and level up as you go on your journey. Tommy, it's been an incredible addition to my health and weight loss journey. I know yours as well. Yep, mine too. But I want to give him a shout out. If you're looking to level up 2024, now is the time. Let's head back into today's episode. So just reassure the loved one that you're not going anywhere, right? But you're doing this for very intentional reasons. You're still going to have your date nights and your vacations and your pizza nights with your kids and all of that stuff. And you can still sit down at the dinner table. And it's just that you're making this change because of the way you're feeling, your concerns, and that you want to be fit by 40. I think it's going to be a great starting point to have that conversation. And then here's the bottom line. You can't change them and you shouldn't try. Okay. If there's anything I've learned, okay. (laughs) with failing forward in marriage or relationships is that you can't change them, right? So do what's working for you. Do it respectfully. Don't put judgment or any of that kind of stuff into it. Like, oh, you should be doing this too, right? Right. Bring in third-party authority. When my wife and I merged our our completely different ideas on finances back in the day, and now we have a weekly CEO, COO meeting where she runs that part now. Like, I don't do it anymore. She's the one on me being like, hey, what about this little extra thing right here that we did that you spent? Ah. (laughs) <laughs> ah, okay. Back in the day, it would have the been student like, has become the teacher. Yeah. I'm like, dang it. Get off my case, woman. Just kidding. <laughs> but I, we brought in a third party. We brought in Dave Ramsey's financial piece as a third party, yeah. like merging yeah, of realities. Mm-hmm. So it, we needed it. Right. So this goes into a second question that was like, okay, well, how long are you going to do this for? Right. Or mm. this question that we got from one of our five-star reviews, which was how do you get your nutritional needs during OMAD? Right. Yeah. Yep. And we talked about this briefly during a previous episode, but it goes into this. Okay. So you get to your maintenance weight. What does that look like? What are you going to yeah. do now? Right. Well, 
You're going to have to figure out what your day-to-day looks like. Where are your non-negotiables? Where are your date nights? Where are your vacations? Where are the meals you want to have with your family, right? Or your loved ones, like in this case. So how do you explain it to your loved ones? Well, Mm -hmm. you want to put those and make sure that they know that they're a priority as well, right? Because OMAD is not typically a long-term maintenance strategy for most people, right, Tommy? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. And sometimes that, that fear from a loved one can actually come from the fact that they don't understand what you would be doing long term, because even if they are looking at it like strategic starvation or, or ah, whatever it is, here goes whatever it, it here is, he goes again yeah. with another bad diet. He's not going to stick another crazy to. thing. Here comes the, the the roller coaster, the the diet yo yo again. So if they can't see it long term, then that that puts even more like contrast between reality and then you know uh, why are they being kind of you know scared or or even judgmental in this moment? And so understanding you know long term wise what that can look like. So like this question, how do you get your nutritional needs met in OMAD? Well, you know, if if you're a smaller framed individual and maybe your caloric needs are are very low and you're used to eating very highly calorically dense foods, you might be able to pull off like OMAD for for maintenance kind of nutrition. But for most folks, and especially as we get into the larger framed individuals, you, you know, you, you could be at 2,000, 2,500 plus calories that you're going to need. That's going to be very difficult to get no. on a single plate. Like, no, dang near impossible, right? Two meals, right? Two meals, yeah. high pro- protein focused, healthy fats, moderate to low carb in most cases, right? Especially if you're in the blood yeah. sugar category, wanting to prevent that, right? Healthy, sure. natural, refi- non-refined, non-processed carbs. You can get there. But like, yeah, if you're, it, it's just not feasible to think that you're going to sit down and like stuff yourself, right? Yeah. In, in one meal. very uncomfortable. No, so yeah. one meal a day, one hour a day can be a great strategy for weight loss and for fat loss. Sure. But then opening that window back up again into two meals, right? Give yourself a two, three hour window. I can get 2000 calories in, which is a slight caloric reduction for me. I can get that in mm-hmm. pretty easily with a larger meal and a smaller meal within a three to four hour window. Yes. That's how I like to think about it too. Yeah. It- early afternoon for me and then an early dinner. Yeah. A late lunch to early dinner. So okay. it's that yep. it's that like two to six range. Mm, yeah. Sometimes it's not two because I'm busy and then I pick up the kids and we get home and it's it just ends up becoming like four to six, right? As I'm prepping sure. for dinner, I'll make a little something and then and then go ahead and have the meal. So yeah, it's just, it's that mindset shift of this isn't forever. Make sure you're making nutrient-dense food, homemade food, nutrient-dense food choices. And yeah, as you get closer to your maintenance goal, yeah, you're going to have to open up that window to get the, all of the food requirements in. Sure. And, you know, but on the flip side of that window is still a good amount of fasting time. Oh, know? yeah. I mean, you might be hitting, you know, 19. No, strategic starvation, sir. Right. <laughs> you might be hitting 19 to 21 hours of strategic starvation where you're, yeah. you know, you're, you're literally compartmentalizing. The cool thing is blood sugar gets to come down insulin levels get to come down. I get to spend time without food, just kind of knowing I already made a decision about it. So I'm not subject to as many food related decisions or cravings and things like that. Things aren't as volatile. I'm not feeling as much of this, like these energetic swings, blood sugar crashes and hangriness and all this other kind of stuff. So I just, I really love that as far as keeping it simple and and understanding long-term wise, because now you can start to help that loved one or, or whoever that may be to understand why this is important to you. And also, well, you know, what you plan to do, you know, as far as the long-term, because this starts to bridge together the reality of it and their worst case scenario that right. they're kind of thinking about when they're coming into this from a naive perspective. I mean, they haven't sat here and, and listened to conversations about this, like ad nauseum hours on end, right. you know, like, like you may have had, I mean, 
I believe the initial gentleman had listened to 34 episodes. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you're talking you got 160 hours and hours. plus to go. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Godspeed, yeah. sir. But I wouldn't expect someone with an opposing viewpoint at this point to just jump on and just listen to all those same conversations and then kind of talk that through. But at the same time, finding a clip here or there that kind of resonates or maybe addresses something specific that you guys have spoken about can be a way to kind of take some of those points and go like, well, here's another perspective on it. You know, like, like let's talk it through, not coming from the, the aspect that, that this conversation is, is going to be right and is going to convince that other person. But hey, why don't we just, why don't we hash this out? Why don't we have a little discussion here and, you know, keep it friendly, keep it light. And, you know, like realities merge over time. It's, it's a really cool process. I can't find the review. So I want to give a shout out to the person that asked that question about OMAD. Oh, yeah. Username. I have it right here. Okay, yeah. cool. Who was that? Yeah, that was Marcelo Cello and signed it Julie P. So we appreciate that, Julie. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the question. We promised yes. you a longer answer. So hopefully that uh, unpacks it. <laughs> we may have given it away in the short form. I just felt yeah. bad not mentioning it and then not answering it. So thank you. And then David, David K, I really do appreciate the push to bring this back up. So thank you so much for your question. Keep up the good work, man. I think it's going to be fit by 39, not fit by 40. I want to see some before and after too. Yeah. Checking in from Northern Ireland. So yes. stinking cool. All right, Tommy, as you wrap up today, if you're looking for some guidance on what your fasting schedule should look like. We have a blueprint to fasting for fat loss. Head to the show notes, click the link. It's a free 20-page PDF. We'll zoom it across the interwebs into your inbox. It is yours. If you want to continue the conversation and break the two still tried and true rules of fasting, don't talk about <laughs> fasting and don't talk about fasting. Come head to the Facebook community, the Fasting for Life community on Facebook. That link is in the show mm -hmm. notes as well. Concentrate trace minerals, LMNTs, that is your hydration stack. So go ahead. Right. Um, Redmond's. Yep. Redmond's possibly. Choose your own adventure when it comes to that. But Tommy, as always, appreciate the conversation, sir. Hopefully today will be impactful for everyone, especially those who submitted the questions. Appreciate y'all yeah. for listening. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day -day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.